It's time for Girls in Golf Podcast with your favorite hosts, Lex and Sarah. Ladies, when you're ready. Welcome to Girls in Golf, part of the Callaway Podcast Network and the Rebel Movement. I'm Lex, joined virtually by Sarah, and today our guest joins us from Orlando, Florida. She was a first-time winner on the LPGA just a couple of months ago, Madeline Sagstrom. Hi, Madeline. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Pretty good. Good. How's your quarantine going? I know you've been in Orlando, and I saw on Instagram you kind of missed your family around the Easter holiday. Um, who are you quarantining with, and what's been going on? Well, it's going pretty good so far. Um, I actually had my mom in town. She uh, she was supposed to come over for A&A, but uh, I got her in a little bit early, which was lucky. So I saw her right in the beginning of everything. And other than that, my boyfriend has been here. So we, we've, we've made the best of it, for sure. That's good. What are you guys doing to stay busy? Well, I've been fortunate to be able to practice some golf. Um, I've been cooking a lot. So he's been eating. I've been cooking. Um, we, have, uh, the, we have transformed the garage into a workout slash studio slash hangout spot. So it's, uh, we've been staying fairly busy. Oh, we've done a lot of drawing, too. We've uh, drawn a lot, actually. So Nice. What do you draw? Well, my boyfriend always thought he couldn't, he couldn't draw. And I was like, well, maybe you should just try. So I was like, since we're at Disney, well, he's drawing a lot of cartoon figures, fig, um, stuff. So he's, uh, he's actually really good at it. And I'm kind of jumping around. I, I jump around between drawing like people and stuff. But we, we, we draw with colored pencils, so it takes forever. Nice. Is this something you've always been into? Or did you just kind of pick up drawing during quarantine? No, I've been doing it for a few years. I think that I've always been so much golf, golf, golf. So I needed something to get out of golf. Um, and I figured that I've always liked to be creative, but never really figured out what my area was. So I've been trying a bunch of things and I found drawing, I'll probably say 17. I drew a bunch in 17 or 18, probably 18. Um, but then, so I kind of do it on the side when I'm off, kind of get my mind off golf and just, just do other things that I think is fun too. Nice. Yeah, that's been something you've been really vocal about is like prioritizing yourself and finding your identity outside of golf. What else do you focus on when you're thinking about that and like not focusing on the scores or the results of your game? Well, I think it's I mean, golf is such a it's such a time consuming sport. Like we do it all the time. All you do is think, breathe, eat golf. So I've, it's really easy to get lost in that world. And I've been lost in it for a lot of years. And I, it's still easy to fall back into that when you, all you see is hotel rooms and the golf course and then airports. So it's kind of, I think it's a journey itself to just figure out who am I without golf. So, I mean, I've been focusing a lot on that for many years and trying to be happy outside of golf, not just when I play well. So, um, it's, I mean, I, I feel like I've come a long way. I don't think you'll ever get done, but I think it's, it's been a fun journey and I'm kind of seeing that I'm good at other things too than just golf. Are you starting to miss traveling too? Um, or do you like kind of staying home and having this vacation time, if you will? I don't know. It's, a, it's mixed feelings. I was actually lucky because I moved. Um, I bought a house in November. So I've been really excited to be in my new house. But at the same time, I'm like, I'm itching to get to get going. Um, it's just the days look the same here. I'm kind of kind of looking forward to traveling again. I love traveling, seeing places, seeing people. Um, we have friends and family all over the world now. So 
I wish we were there seeing them, but um, I'm actually pretty comfortable at home too, which makes me really happy because I, before just going back to finding myself, I've always been itching to kind of leave and go and go and go. And now I'm really pleased with where I'm at right now. So I'm really happy about that. Or would you say your favorite place? Oh, sorry. No, go for it. I was just going to say, where would you say your favorite place to travel is? Very hard. I've had some really memorable trips, but a lot of my trips that I really remember is just outside of golf, but in golf. So every year, my mom and I do a hiking trip right after A&A, usually in California somewhere. So this was supposed to be our third year we were doing it. Last year, my boyfriend joined me, went to Sequoia National Park, and we were supposed to go to Yosemite this year. So unfortunately, we didn't go. But those trips around where I can see my family while playing golf and then take a week off and just being in nature, those are some of the most memorable trips I've done so far. Looking at the condensed schedule that they've put out starting, you know, late June, what would that, would that impact your travel? Are you still planning to have a couple of extra trips tacked on? I normally add on trips if there's space in it, but as it looks right now, it's going to be more of a, how much can you play? Um, continuously because I mean our body takes toll on playing so much so I think it's since we don't really know yet what will happen I mean everything changes from day to day I think it's just playing it by ear and hopefully we'll have a good schedule once once we get out there but we normally do a few hikes when we're traveling anyways and just go see things along the way so that's kind of more what I'm going to focus on when I'm out there but mostly golf trips for sure. How are you going to take care of your body in something like that in a a smaller schedule, less time to recover? Have you thought about that? Well, I've really figured out now at home that it's really, it's it's pretty easy to take care of your body without a gym. I've always been like, yo, I need to go to the gym. I need to go to the gym. But now I've just opened the garage door and I'm kind of doing something, even if it's just 30 minutes a day. So um, that's actually been really good this quarantine too, being able to see those those little small improvements I can do with just my normal environment. So I'm just going to keep doing that. And also I think too, it's going to be important for me to not overplay because it's, it is, it takes a toll on me. So I, uh, I need to plan the schedule fairly well anyways, and just take time off when we're playing. Um, so not just play because we can just, but still figure out how do I do to perform the best I can. What's, um, is there anything particular you're, working on in terms of um, working out or practicing? I've actually really, really loved this. I mean, second off season right now, because I've been practicing really hard and I can really see some improvements in my swing. Um, I've been working a lot, probably, I mean, it's getting close to a year now since last summer, getting more consistent, not trying to, to hit it farther or hit it, hit it a certain way, just trying to do the same thing over and over again. And I'm really starting to see that that work is paying off. So I've been focusing a lot on doing the same practice, the same drills, and not trying to find new things, but just get really good at what I'm doing. Have you been in touch um, virtually with your coach? I know that has been kind of like a trend, kind of like we're doing now with this podcast. Everyone's talking over Skype or Zoom or whatever. Have you been able to, um, you know, benefit from that? A little bit. I've worked with my coach, Hans, for we're going up 12 years this summer. So um, we know each other fairly well. So that uh, we send a lot of videos over. We've done that for, done that for years. Um, we've done 
one filming session in, in, in my garage. Um, but I normally just send him the stuff I'm working on and we say, okay, it's in the right direction or it's not, but it's, it's, it's always one of those things when you play and you're like, Oh, I need my coach. I need my coach. So this time is kind of good to see that like we, I can do it on my own and we can do it on our own too. 12 years is, is quite a long time to be with your coach. How do you know that, um, when you first met him, how did you know he was the right coach for you? Well, we've always said that the day when we don't feel inspired by each other is probably the day we're going to part away. But I've always felt every time I see him, I get super inspired to work hard. I get super inspired to be a better person, a better golfer. So that's what I've always gone off first. And I've always seen, I mean, if I look at my career, I've improved every year. It might not be a really like leap up, but every year everything has gotten a little bit better. So I can see that um, we're always improving. I'm always changing. He's always changing. And we just had that relationship for years that we're both learning. We're both trying to do our best and then just keep pushing each other. And it's, it's just, he's just such a big inspiration to me that I feel so inspired every time I see him. That's awesome. Um, speaking of inspiration, is there anyone else who really inspires you? This could be like family or, or other players even. Well, there's been a lot of people throughout the years. I mean, just golf wise, I've always looked up to Annika growing up because she was, I mean, she must've been a huge role model for all Swedish girls coming from little Sweden and just taking over, taking over the world in golf. So um, that's always been a huge inspiration. Uh, in 2016, I started working with Robert Carlson. Um, and he was my mentor for three years. And that time really inspired me. He still does, but uh, it really inspired me to see what he's done over his 25 plus year career. career. Also, I, um, I got to learn from one of the best and that has been a huge inspiration to me also. What's something um, in your bag? We get a lot of questions when we do interviews with our tour pros. Um, they, everyone wants to know like, what they change in their bag the most and what they change in their bag the least, what would that be for you? Oh, good question. I think what I've changed the least is my putter. I have had a few different versions of it, but it's always been the same. I played a marksman. It's just been, I mean, I love that thing to death. So he's going to sit pretty tight unless something happens. Um, but I mean, the, probably the thing that I switch out the most is the driver. Um, I mean, all the technology every year just gets, keeps getting better and better. So it's, I mean, we're hitting it farther and hitting it better. So why not switch it? So, um, so those are probably the two, two extremes, I would say. Is there something that like you particularly can focus on or something that you could help people focus on in like a driver tip that you can do from your garage? Oh, from my garage. Um, I actually don't dare to drive in my garage because I feel like I'm going to break the net and hit into my <laughs> hallway. Um, but I, one of the things I'm always, I'm always a big advocate is for that you, you get good at what you practice at. Um, and I think a lot of people just hope that they're going to get good at something and then they're not good at it. So I always advocate, like, if you want to hit it, hit it farther, hit it faster, you need to work on swinging faster. So that's currently what I'm doing. I had my, three weeks off here in the beginning of quarantine. So I really got down on speed and now I'm just trying to hit it as hard as I can to get my speed back up again. What do you miss like about the community of being on tour? 
I miss the travel, first of all, just going, seeing places, um, taking advantage of just having that fortunate life to I get to go to go go see places see different cultures and stuff I do I miss that a lot but also being around around a lot of like like-minded people um, it's just a real inspiration everybody's trying to get as good as they can and just everything counts I mean I am um, the only person I've really seen for the last month is my boyfriend so we're doing the best we can but sometimes getting that little push from a friend or um, a competitor out on tour is that little extra fire that you need um, to just keep working and keep improving what about the fans or how do you feel about the like possibility of not playing with them there I don't know we've been talking about this a little bit I mean I would love to just come out and play but I also believe that golf is going to be golf isn't I mean it is an audience ball you have to have fans out there for it to really be real for both for us and for the fans it's that hands-on experience is is truly magical but i mean with the circumstances right now I, I i see the possibility of us playing without fans for a while but um hopefully things will go back to the way they were and that's the real real way to watch golf i think in general just being there hearing the sound smelling the grass watching the players and just interact with us um so i miss that part and i hope we get back to that pretty quick when you first started playing um, professionally, did it take a little bit of time to get used to having so many people watch you and so many fans around making noises? I've always loved the fans. I've always always said that the more the merrier. Like, I love having people watching me. My caddy always says that. He's like, Dave always says, he's like, I'm going to hire people to watch you play because you always play better. And I, I love having that somebody there, somebody to kind of try to impress and at the same kind of show off a little bit okay i'm good at this i can show you what i can do um so i've always loved the big stage um my, my parents watched a lot when i was little so i like that little pressure somebody's judging you from the outside you started focus on focusing on golf when you were really young is there something else that you played or did before you switched all of your focus to golf that also involved the stage I I did do a bunch of sports when I was growing up. When I was 13, I kind of got rid of everything else. I did gymnastics for a very long time. I uh, played a lot of soccer. Um, I did, um, I used to play the flute for a long oh, time, actually. I love that. And I, we did all the concerts and stuff. So that was probably the only thing I would like be the most similar to it. I, I have to say, I always wanted to play the flute. And then... I turned it down in the sixth grade and I always regretted it since. So super jealous of you guys that you can play it. <laughs> well, I don't know if I could play it anymore, but I could. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. I don't, I don't know how it would sound now. Oh, <laughs> <but>. <laughs> was it like, also, I mean, you know, if you're playing in a band or whatever and then going and playing on your own in golf, it's like those are two very different things. Do you wish that there was more of a team aspect to golf sometimes? I think that I chose golf for the fact that it was an individual sport. That was kind of the main uh, main thing in the beginning. I've always, I've always liked team sports too, but I felt a lot of the, like – the weight of responsibility, either, either it's my fault or everybody else's fault. So I, I like that responsibility in golf, that it's up to me how good I want to get. But some, but at the same time, I mean, we all look forward to the big events. We look forward to Solheim Cup and now with International Crown. It's just there's something special extra with those team events. But 
Um, but I'm also really happy with my choice that most of the time it's up to me. Um, but then those shiny moments when we can shine together is even better. Being that you had your win this year, which was really great, how do you feel your momentum kind of changed with, you know, the situation of the world right now? I think that that win really established a bit, a bit of calmness in me right now because I, I know where I'm sitting right now. Um, nobody's going to take that win away from me, and I, I know that I can perform on the highest stage. Um, so I, I know I have that in the back of my mind whenever we get back to playing, but obviously, I mean, I would have loved to kept playing. I was on a high, I was playing well, played well in Australia and everything too. So I would have loved to keep playing, but at the same time, I'm really happy how I ended things too. What, what's your favorite continent to play on? Ooh, good question. I mean, I'm going to have to say Europe because I'm from Sweden. So I love going home. I always enjoy going, spending a few weeks before our European swings um, at home, seeing family and seeing my coach. So probably Europe, yeah. Nice. I've, I what? haven't played in Europe, but someday. <laughs> <laughs> someday we will, hopefully. Um, what did you think of um, Annika and Henrik's event? I know it's canceled or postponed until next year now, but um, how do you think that that is going to have an impact on the sport? Well, I, I would have been really interesting to see how it would have turned out for sure. Um, we've had some conversations about it, and I think it would be it would be very cool to see how it would pan out and just see how um, how how we would do to play together because we we don't know. I mean, we've never done it before, so. Um, I think it'll be a good test. Sad that it's not going to happen this year, but at the same time, I think it'll be better for all the fans and everybody else for it to be postponed to next year. So I'm just very curious. I think this first time is going to be more of a tryout to see what, what we can do, what's going to go well, and what do they need to improve. So I'm very curious to see the outcome of it. What's been something that, you know, everyone's talking about, like, what they're watching and reading and doing? Some people had, like, goals of learning a totally new skill in quarantine. What have you been doing the most? Well, I've, been, I've also been trying to teach my boyfriend Swedish. He's, he is ah. massively improving. Yes, it's actually we, – we, we said – set the bar kind of high, fluent in Sweden after, Swedish after quarantine. That's not going to happen. But, um, no, but we've been trying to – not make time go, but just enjoying the time when we're home. I've been baking a bunch. Um, I also, I was hoping that I would improve quicker by the amount of baking I've done, but no, um, it's not, hasn't been that way, but baking, cooking, um, just like I said, drawing, watching a bunch of Netflix, unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I was talking to Sarah about, uh, Tiger King last week, but she said she didn't make it through it. Oh no, I watched all of that. We were we were <laughs> dead into that. Oh wow, yeah. <laughs> I'm normally really bad with TV stuff, so it's like I can finally like be in on this laugh that's going on on the internet right now because normally I'm like, I don't know what they're talking about. But now I'm like, yeah, I get that. I understand. <laughs> I also saw you guys attempted like a salsa dance and I showed that to my boyfriend who's really jealous because that's something he's been like itching to do. Yeah, no, because we were having a bunch. There, there were a few weeks when we had a putting competition, and then we had some putting competition with friends. And we were, but we went in for production value rather than um, than the actual putting. We were trying to come up with creative ideas and just kind of 
make give a laugh on Instagram. So um, then I was like, well, we got to do something now. I was like, we spend so much time this afternoon learning a, like handshakes. So I was like, we need to do something. So <laughs> we're, we're trying to learn how to dance now. We haven't figured out what to dance we want to do yet, but salsa was the first attempt. And then we'll see where it goes from there. That's awesome that you guys are able to have so much fun. I have seen, we've actually, Odyssey has done like a home course putting competition. We're putting out like new holes each week. And this week was um, split the uprights. And a couple of our coworkers split some like pool noodles and they got a little bit of crap for that because they're not quite <laughs> standing up straight, but it's been pretty fun. Yeah, it's, uh, this, this, it's been a crazy time, but I think that, I mean, you see people's worst and people's best in times like this and just the creativeness that's going on around everybody. It's just, I mean, I've been loving it. Just seeing what people are doing with their kids for their kids, with their animals. And just, it's just, it's been insane. It's been so much fun to watch. Um, I, I feel noticed, like, oh, sorry. Go Sarah. Sorry. <laughs> I was going to say, I almost feel like the community is kind of stronger and more connected, even though we are all remote individual and, what are your thoughts on that? Do you feel like there are more people reaching out, more people trying to connect with you? Yeah, a little bit of both. I think that I, one thing I figured out that it's it's really not that hard to pick up the phone and call somebody. Um, I think that before I've, I've had that schedule in my head, I need to do this. I need to fit. I need to make time to do something like that. But just calling my parents super quick has become more of a habit than before. It was more of, okay, it fits on Saturdays afternoons at three o'clock. And so I think that um, just that it's so easy to connect to people nowadays. Um, and we're so fortunate with the technology that we have. And I think it's sometimes it's easy to forget that when you're in your own bubble and your own world. So I definitely agree that we have connected more. I have, I mean, I do these little talks with my mom and my grandma and just like, it's, it's fun to be able to speak and talk to everybody. Um, we miss human interaction, like <laughs> sitting next to somebody and talking, but at the same time, I mean, we're very fortunate to have this at this time of day. Um, I mean, in, in society, the way it looks right now. What's the first thing you want to do when things are a little bit more normal? <laughs> I just really look forward to going and hang out with my friends. I have friends in Orlando just bought a new house. When I go see them, see their puppies, just go have dinner with some of my friends here and just kind of hang out. Um, Cause I don't, I mean, I don't really know when that's going to be acceptable yet. <laughs> just, just invite people over and just to hang out and just talk about normal things and not, not just focus so much on being in quarantine or the world and everything around us. Um, before we let you go, I know you studied psychology um, when you were at LSU. Is there an aspect of whether it's in golf or even like now, like keeping your mental game and like your mentality sharp, especially when things are so different right now? Yeah, I think that, I mean, I see that everything happens for a reason. And one of the reasons with this situation that's going on now for me was that I'd always been a big worrier about the future um so I think for me now it's like I can't worry about the future at all like I have to take every day as it comes and now I can't worry about when we're gonna play what will happen what would it look like so I think I think this has really focused me to be more in the present uh it forced me to be more in the present and just taking making the best out of every day not feel like I'm just waiting it out by just by focusing on things that will make me happy along the way. Um, Cause I think it's easy to like wish that 
things were the way they used to be and kind of hoping for something different. But I mean, the only time we really have is right now. So we're trying to make the best out of it. And although a lot of other people are too. So that's all I'm focusing on. Well, I, um, I mean, with that, I can't, I don't really even know how to follow that up, but I do think you should post some of your baking adventures on Instagram so we can all see how you're progressing and maybe even a little bit of your boyfriend learning Swedish. Cause I mean, learning a new language is, is pretty tough. And, uh, yes. you know, I mean, <laughs> I know how that goes, but, um, thank you so much for giving us a call. Hopefully we'll be able to do this together in person soon. Um, for anyone who hasn't listened to some of our other podcasts that we've done in quarantine with Sandra Gall, Carlota Siganda, Georgia Hall, and some of our Callaway employees as well. They're all on Apple, Apple podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, anywhere you get your podcasts as well as YouTube, because we do these on zoom. So come watch us in our own homes. <laughs> Hope you guys have a great week and we'll catch you next week on Girls and Golf.